Hello, this is the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. My name is Trish, and I am the park naturalist out here at Antelope Island. So first, I want to address something from last month's episode. We were talking about spiders last month, and you might be thinking after listening to that and seeing the news that I am a big fat liar because I just told you that there are no brown recluse spiders in Utah, and then... Um, There's a news story about someone who was hospitalized in Utah after receiving 15 brown recluse spider bites that became infected. I am not a medical professional, uh, but I stand by my statement that there are no brown recluse spiders in Utah. And anyone who says that there are probably works for a pest control company who wants your money. They just aren't here. This person that was on the news or in the news was bitten by something. No doubt about that, and I sure hope that they make a full recovery. What a super scary thing to go through. Spiders across the board do not bite multiple times. The spider bite is a last-ditch defense strategy for them when they are about to get squished. So no spider on the planet feeds on human flesh or blood. Not a single one. They are not interested in making a meal out of us. They're not like mosquitoes that will just bite and bite and bite. We often blame spiders for skin lesions when we just don't know what happened. We don't know where that bump or rash came from. It's rarely a spider, folks. There are no brown recluse spiders in Utah. Okay, now that that's out of the way. (laughs) The title of this month's episode is Antelope Island Rocks. Do people still use the word rocks when they're talking about something good? Maybe I'm showing my age here. Kids under 40... When someone says that something rocks, what they mean is that something is good. Like, yeah, that thing is really good. That thing rocks. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, what we're talking about today is Antelope Island's rocks. Which rock? Uh, The geology of Antelope Island is fascinating and complex and a lot, but I'm going to try to distill it into a 10-minute episode. If you are interested in rocks or want more detail, please come into the visitor center during your next visit out here. We do have several panels about geology, and I am going to line up a geology talk from one of our uh, amazing geologist volunteers on the island soon, so watch for that on our events page. Okay, so first let's talk about the island as a whole. Antelope Island is the largest island in Great Salt Lake, and it's part of this very large region that is known as the Basin and Range region. And this stretches from our Wasatch Mountain Range, that range just east of the city, to the Sierra Nevada Range. That whole area between Salt Lake and Reno is separating, it's pulling apart. And as the Earth's crust thins from that stretching, Some areas are falling down, they're dropping, and others are staying high. So when you drive toward Reno from Salt Lake, or vice versa, you'll notice an almost uniform pattern of mountain range, lower basin, mountain range, lower basin. Uh, And if you look at it on one of those raised relief maps, it looks almost like washboards. It's very uniform. That's big picture geology of Antelope Island. Let's talk about rocks. The rocks on Antelope Island range from super duper old, 1.7 billion years old, to fairly young, only 15,000 years old. 
So we'll start with the elders. The nice is kind of a funny spelling for something that sounds nice. It's G-N-E-I-S-S, nice. And it is a metamorphic rock, and it's part of the Farmington Canyon complex. So these are the old guys. These are the 1.7 billion year old rocks. That's billion with a B. (laughs) Super old. They're not usually just kicking around on the surface. I'm super glad that they are here because they are beautiful. They're so pretty. They're one of my favorites uh, because of their irregular colorations and the banding patterns that you see in them. Now, generally, geology hurts my brain. Um, like I said, it's very complex. It's big. It's it's too much for me to get my, my head wrapped around. But the nice gets me really excited. I just love it. There's so much movement in the color patterns uh, that you can just imagine it being heated and squished and heated and squished like different colors of Play-Doh. Super old, super hot Play-Doh. If you want to just drive up to some of these rocks and see them, you can find a really nice sample of it right along the sidewalk heading toward the visitor center. It's just on your left-hand side. You can't miss it as you're walking toward the building. Also, as you drive down toward Fieldingar Ranch, you'll start seeing it right around the Frary Peak Trailhead turnoff. It's around five-ish miles from the north end toward Fieldingar Ranch. If you're interested in doing a little bit of hiking, I promise it's worth it. This stuff is really amazing. Take the South Island Trail. It goes down to Unicorn Point at the very southern tip of the island. This is a really great view of Great Salt Lake, and you can see Salt Lake City in the distance. It's a really nice trail anyway. But at the very end, you're going to come to some really pretty nice formations that will just blow you away. They're several feet tall, and you can see you know, where the waves of, of Lake Bonneville have kind of carved them out. So that's really nice. If you're looking for maybe a much longer hike, but with a better reward, uh, nice formations that will just blow you away, take the West Side Trail that connects the Century Loop and the Split Rock Loop just along the west side of the island. This trail does close seasonally in May for the bison calving and the bighorn sheep lambing. So watch for notices of that. We will post it all over our website and on the trail itself. So um, be mindful of that if you're coming out in the spring. Anyway, it's a very long trail, but if you're interested in um, looking at just towering formations of this 1.7 billion year old rock, it's worth your while. And if you're interested in breaking the trip up, we do have those backcountry campground sites just off of the split rock loop those are designated sites you'll need to make reservations for those so get on our website and that will maybe make it a little bit more doable for those of us who can't hike that distance in one day all right another notable rock on the island is our tintic quartzite this is our middle-aged rock and it comes in at a young 550 million years old It's still super old. (laughs) It's not 1.7 billion, but 550 million is respectable. It's also a metamorphic rock, but instead of heat and pressure being applied deep underground, these deposits are from a shallow marine environment. This rock can be found in abundance on the north end of the island. So around the visitor center, Ladyfinger Point, even down by our marina. If you look closely, you can see bending and stretching of pebbles 
uh, within the tentacord site and that's due to pressure. So that's a really fun thing to see and let your imagination flow. A really great place to find the quartzite is on the nature trail just behind the visitor center. It's a 16th of a mile, so it's fairly short, but it feels like you're leaving everything behind. It really, it makes you disappear into the wild. It's very cool. It walks through huge boulders of, of this tinted quartzite. Um, and I've put some identification plaques on some of the boulders to make it a little bit easy to see what we're talking about that, you know, identifies it and tells you how old it is. This is a really great trail to find some wildlife birds also. It's also a great trail to find our tufa, which is our youngster. This rock is only 15,000 years old which makes it a baby in geologic time. 15,000 years still seems pretty old, but when you're talking geology, it's, it's very fresh. This one is a sedimentary rock, and it was deposited from concentrated calcium carbonate, and that's, that was in the water when Lake Bonneville was still around. So it's light gray and looks to me like concrete, but more floofy than concrete. You can find it along this trail clinging to the tintic quartzite. This is that trail that goes behind the visitor center again. It's all over the north end of the island too, so you can also find it on the Ladyfinger Trail, Buffalo Point, and the Lakeside Trails really well. Geology is such an intense subject, and it seems a little silly to even mention it in a 10-minute long podcast episode, um, but I hope that you're inspired by the diversity of what's out here inspired to come out and check it out for yourself. They're not just rocks, they're stories. And uh, I hope to dive into those more specific stories in later episodes. One last note, rock collecting is not permitted on Antelope Island. Please practice good wilderness etiquette and take only photographs. Leave the rocks behind so we can all enjoy them. Okay, thank you so much for listening to the Antelope Island State Park podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe and tell a friend. If you don't like what you hear, tell me about it. Uh, I want to record what you want to hear. Send me a note at tackley at utah.gov and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. Park information and conditions can be found on our website at antelopeisland.utah.gov. Find us on Facebook at Antelope Island SP, Instagram at Antelope Island State Park, Twitter at Antelope SP, and you can search for us on YouTube. See you on the island.